0: Welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. We have Clive Sheridan with us
1: tonight. Good evening. Good evening, Clive. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here, finally.
2: Yeah, we finally got him in here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kicking, screaming. Yeah, no, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Well, um,
0: it's great to have you here and it's great to have met you. In this town, another magical person and great human being of Murwillumbah, well, well, someone that now calls Murwillumbah home, like us,
2: Murbarian.
0: M- M- M-
1: Murbarian. M- M-
0: He's <laughs> <It's> a
1: Murbarian. <laughs> M- <a> M-
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. Yeah. So, what? What brought you to Murbar, Clive?
1: Um, uh, <laughs> Lundberg Gallery. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. We were always moving up here. We didn't know what part of the northern rivers, but we knew it was going to be north of Byron and possibly north of Brunswick Heads and what have you. And um, uh, I came up on a road trip about three years ago, see some friends, Um, would come up and see them probably twice a year, and then decided to venture further north to that place that no one can pronounce, <laughs> Mummer 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 Mawullenbar, or spell, or spell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to check myself. <laughs> yeah. hang on. Yeah, no, that's the correct, amount of ours. Um, yeah, and was led to this extraordinary space, and that was how the journey really began. In um, September. September the twenty third, two thousand and nineteen was when I first laid eyes on the space that is now Lundberg Gallery. And it took a further ooh, two and a half years to get everything approved to get the place open. Mm. Which as you know we opened on the twenty eighth of May this year. Yeah, to a rather fabulous fanfare and yeah we're now on our halfway or over halfway through our second show and yeah it's all going rather well
0: did you did you come up here to like did you how did you find the space and, um, and Emma Bar? wasn't
2: there uh, like a really interesting story i remember you told a story about yeah. this you were kind of guided to the gallery weren't I you was guided yeah can can you tell us a bit quite, about about yeah, that
1: yeah i can um about six weeks before I came up here, I had news from England that my surrogate mother had passed away. She'd been unwell, was in the hospital, and someone who was a major part of my life for over 30 years. And at the time, I was, uh, should we say, distressed, heartbroken, and... Became came really unwell mm. and ended up in hospital. And when I came out of hospital after about 10 days, I went to my little house in Merrickville and spent pretty much the next 10 days lying on my back, having a private um, yoga teacher come in who I'd studied on and off with for a number of years, given me a one-on-one and just yoga nidra and restorative yoga my back had been playing up and during that time I was doing more than my usual half hour one hour meditation a day I was spending hours meditating each day and I started to connect with Mary my surrogate mum the first time I'd never done this really with anyone in my life and It was at that time that I realised the power in the connecting with people who have gone before us and what one is able to do during those times of, um, what's another word for it? Uh, Anyway, it was just basically having this very... um, audible visual experience with this person who'd been gone what six or seven weeks so obviously well, not obviously but there's a period where it takes time for the spirits to to cross over. over
2: hey you're not supposed to contact them in that time in, in before right
1: apparently apparently and it's not that i was trying to contact this person you know I was distressed I was I was in deep mourning yeah I've lost a lot of close people in 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 my time on this wonderful earth and and this was probably the last great close you know an extraordinary person and being an orphan you know was really the the only person that was left in my life that I revered and sort of Mm -hmm. held in such high regard. And, um, yeah, she had made contact with me during this period. And as clear as we're sat here having this conversation, these these are the vivid um, activities that I was having with Mary. It was like this. And one night I took a friend out for dinner in Sydney and I could feel something coming on and i wasn't sure what it was i knew it was going to be a trip i didn't know where i was going i didn't but i could just feel this in my spirit and it was saturday um probably the penultimate saturday in september and i remember thinking gosh my birthday in a week or two i have no idea where i'm going to be but i'm going to be i'm not going to be in sydney and um and I dropped my friend home, and then I went and had a late—I don't know—coffee um, in Newtown. And while I was sat on the street at the Pastitzi place, and this is now midnight, gone midnight. The packing up, the crew in there were on first name terms. Uh, just gorgeous and they knew what had happened and they were just, are you okay? Are you going to be okay? I'm fine, I'm fine. I wasn't far from it. And I was sat outside on my own and they kind of knew I didn't need any company or didn't want to talk to anyone. And while I sat there, Mary appeared again (laughs) and made it very clear that when I get home, I'm to pack the car, pack a small studio for the road because I'm going to be on the road for possibly a month and you're going to go somewhere. We haven't been. And I thought that she was telling me to go to this place that was off in northwest central New South Wales. And so when I got home, I looked at the temperature of this place. It's September, so it's, you know, it's spring, but this place is minus five at night. Well, where was day. that? Where did you think you were going? It was um it was oh what's the name of the place? It's 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 um a series of lakes, these um dry lakes. Oh okay, okay. Um, not Menindee.
2: No well Menindie's not a dry lake. It has been, it's not supposed yeah. to be a dry lake. Oh.
1: That's not, and oh, that's my not really gosh. Normal. Anyway, it's it was 13 like in, hours northwest of, of Sydney.
0: Like, in, like out? Out, yeah.
1: out. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're talking. It's 13 hours nonstop. Yeah, like in the so desert. it's like 18-hour drive. Yeah. So I'd got home and I've packed all this winter gear. I've packed all this stuff that will see me right for a couple of weeks. It's now 2.30 a.m. And I'm getting ready to (laughs) drive off. And Mary says, no, you're not going there. You're going north. You're going north of Byron. What? Are you serious? Are you shitting me? So I unpack all this stuff. Well, it's because I've looked at the temperature again. And it's fine. It's north. It's Byron. It's fine. So prepack the car. Get in. It's now 330 and I head north. And I drove non-stop to Brunswick Heads, my friends there. And on the way up, I've got a photograph of Mary on the dashboard. I've got a favourite selection of tunes playing. And Mary and I having conversations on and off all the way. I arrive Brunswick Heads 5.30 on Sunday afternoon... My friends, are, Clive, they knew that I wasn't in a particularly yeah. good way and they made my stay very beautiful and special. And, um, and that night before I went to bed, Mary said, get out your iPad because there's a bunch of places on there. You're going to have a pick of places because you're going to open an art gallery. But she no, she hadn't made it clear what I was going to do but she'd made it clear that you're going to take on a a commercial lease on on a property, but she didn't make it clear. And I still, to this day, think about that. Why didn't you just go, here's Lundberg Gallery right here now? But I get it why she led me through about five or six different places. And the first place was the little... um, the little hall in Mooball. Oh yeah. The post
2: office. <laughs> That's a cute town too, isn't it?
1: Y- yeah. 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 And that was the first place she led me to that. And I thought, Oh wow. Yeah. Great. This, this could work. And this was on the Monday, the Monday after the Monday morning. And, and at that point she'd made it clear, you're going to open an art gallery, you know, your second, your second go at it. So I had, space in England and uh, 15 years ago. Anyway, um I had a look. Uh the lady who runs the post office showed me this this space. Oh, this is lovely. It needs a fair bit of work. She said, look, the owners are lovely. They they're happy to spend money if you sign a long lease, rah It's very cheap. And I thought, don't want to be in an old building. My old gallery in England was in a really old building. It's huge issues. It's long-term. You're constantly upkeep, upkeep, upkeep. Over the last few years in Sydney, I decided to move. We lived in old buildings, apartments, houses, and there was always damp issues, mould issues. Then all of a sudden, the penny dropped, and we ended up moving into this beautifully architecturally designed little penthouse in Kensington. My life changed forever the wonders of living in a brand new space because you know most brand new spaces are soulless boring just boxes but there are beautiful spaces out there affordable and lived in this beautiful space and then when I left there I found this beautiful architecturally designed eco two-story house in Marrickville, which is where I lived and Mary had made it clear said you needed to see this space So you know now the benefits of new versus old. Mm. Kept driving in the car. Off you go, she said, keep going. (laughs) Led me to Mwollomba, where I'd earmarked three places, all three brand new, not quite finished. And the first one of three was at Lundberg. There three at Landberg, Unit 1, Unit 3 or 4, and then Unit 5. And when I walked to the end, before we could get to the end of the driveway, as you can see, you know, you've been there many times, you don't actually know that there's a fifth unit. And it's I kind of tucked away, answer, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I said to him, I said, there's no fifth unit here. He said, ah. That's why I think you'll like it. And then, as you go around the corner, bang! You know. And I was probably twenty meters from the front door, and I just turned around to him and said, "This is it." And he said, "What do you mean? Is, you haven't even been in?" I said, "No, this is it." And Mary's going, "This is Lundberg. This is the place. We didn't have the name at the time." I said, "This is your new gallery." And I went in, and the agent, who's the most divine soul ended up organising for me to have the keys as a lockbox at the front of the units. And I had the keys for the week and I went there every evening for that week. And I'd be there from 5, 6 in the afternoon till 10, 11 at night. And I just sat in the space and meditated and walked around and documented it and just, and that's how Lundberg came about. So amazing!
2: It is a beautiful space, and and uh, you know what? And I guess you know, being a new space, it's a new energy. It's a fresh energy to it, isn't it? So you kind of can yeah make it really make it your own.
1: Oh, absolutely! And I think you know that's that that is the beauty of taking on a brand new space, whether it's a commercial space, a domestic space. Um, it 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 there's. There's no clearing to be done as such, you know. There's no, you know, oh, there's old energy in that place. There's old entities. There's old, old, old. It was a great platform to launch such a special Mm. um, project as Lundberg is.
2: Does Mary show up at all anymore? Does she come
1: to the show? She's, She's sort of... Present, I would say seventy percent of the time at at Lundberg, but I also know now it's nearly three years, and as you know, you you cross over onto much sort of um, that's why I can describe this. There's an omnipresence, but the 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 um, the vividness of your connection with someone who's crossed over mm. is nowhere near as vivid and as as powerful uh and as present as as when when they first um transition you know um which yeah i i feel mary around me all the time every day my little meditation Mm. table altar whatever you want to call it i have photograph of mary on there and I kiss her every morning and every night, you know, and, and thank her, I, you know, every morning and every night. I I believe gratitude is the first thing that we, we mm. should announce as soon as we open our eyes and as soon as we close them at the end of the day. And, yeah, I am so grateful for what Mary is, you know, her presence in, in, in the 35 years or so that we knew each other. And, you know, and she was few weeks off her ninetieth birthday wow yeah we've had a lot of time together you know her her um her eldest son's one of my oldest friends you know um, so yeah we, we, we had a mad week in driving around northern France in her early um, her early um times of her dementia and um she was raised a very uh, should we say um upper, upper middle class um uh comes from a very refined family and you know went to finishing school in Switzerland in the forties and you know uh studied um soprano um with the great totti del Monte in Italy for five years in the fifties and so she spoke many languages mm. and most of them fluently and one of them was French. So this time we had in in France Well, she'd go every few years to try and find um, her brother's activity during the Second World War. She was a young girl when he was killed during the Second World War and she was very close with him. So I'd put my hand up to say, I will take you. She couldn't drive this time on her own, so... We went and it was hilarious, you know, from from one day to the next, we would get in the car for some days, three to five hours of driving. And two days in particular, she would stop people, ask directions to this place. They would give directions to Saul in French. And she would say, no, I don't need to write it down. I'll remember it. And the one day we drove for about three hours and ended up back in the same place because <laughs> her dementia. She'd be forgotten. <laughs> and it's like, man.
2: Every day was an adventure. Every day was an adventure. <laughs> it, so, um. Yeah, that's
0: in but, town. The, adventure before dementia.
2: Yeah, before dementia. Dementia, yeah
1: adventure before yeah, yeah. dementia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the moral of the story never offer to put your hand up and take someone on a an adventure around northern France with dementia yeah Um, especially (laughs) someone who insists on asking for directions because she can speak french and i couldn't so yeah but uh, you know so great memories throughout Mm. my my days with her yeah um so mary's fully responsible for guiding me to this beautiful space it's so
0: like so Well, I'm sure there's so much more to that story too, you know, Mm. like throughout your life and like how that's all kind of led to that, but it's, it's so interesting. And I love, I love that aspect about how you how long, the creation story of Lundberg. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just so unique like that.
1: Well yeah, that's
0: you know It's not like you were just going, Oh, I want to start a gallery and I'm looked at the real estate papers and I, you know,
1: Oh, look, I, I, oh it's absolutely. Totally
0: not, it's a total spiritual
1: Oh you know, absolutely. Story. And it's all about, you know, trusting and believing and and just just being completely free and open and you know, I, I, I was ready to leave Sydney um, and I knew, you know, Amanda and I spoke about, and well, not spoke about, we actually found premises to open a small gallery in Sydney back in, in 2014. Mm-hmm. And then when we um, had a report from one of the neighbours of our, uh, you know, chosen space, they had indicated that, <laughs> There was a huge Walworths going in and that all of the units were gonna be bulldozed within twelve to eighteen months and the agents trying to get us to sign a five year lease. <laughs> no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like
0: it might be been the same agent you used to have.
2: Oh no, that's not that's <laughs> like it many a time. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um but then, then what about um so so Lundberg gallery mm-hmm. you know we've had you've had you're in the middle of your second show
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. we went to the opening it was amazing, such a great vibe very very well done mm-hmm. Thank you. so what and what's so what's the vision for for Lundberg vibe? um well, it's probably probably evolving
1: right but, it is evolving yeah it is evolving um obviously uh, obviously or not, but I do. Um, have a vision for Lundberg. We do, Amanda and I have a vision for Lundberg. But the beauty of this this, this space, this place, this gallery, um, part of the ethos, part of the why, is that we are an all-inclusive gallery. We are fostering relationships with the artists from a couple of the artists from the first show couple of the artists from the current show and the idea is that we will grow as a family under the roof the umbrella of Lundberg and that all of the artists who become long-term family members of Lundberg will all have say in the curatorial aspect who comes in as Lundberg family members and and so on. So at the moment, we are open for um, surprise and I've got the next five or six shows planned. But until those shows actually take occupancy within the space... And the artists I start working with and getting to know were unsure of where Lundberg will go as far as the relationship with these artists, mm. who stays and who goes. You know? And I, I love working like that. And Lundberg is about a collaboration. I love collaborating. I've been working with other artists, again, probably since the late 80s, and collaborating, period. I think it's just, there's so much to be said for it. I do love the hermetic life, but I also love (laughs) the inclusive. And um, that is the exciting part of Lundberg. That's That's the unknowns of Lundberg. And that's, you know, that's what I love. We're a Magic. bit of a...
0: That's you know, right. When, when people get together, it's, you know, something else is possible that that's isn't right. with one.
1: That's right. I don't have all the answers, you know. Yes, I'm a curator, director, along with Amanda, the other director. But I don't have all the answers. Um, I don't want to come in to this space controlling everything because, you know, we're not in control. It's not up to us, man.
2: Mary might have something to say about that. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I I think if we are open... (laughs) Thank you, Mary. I think if we're open and we remain open in our hearts and our eyes and our ears, you know, um, to the vision of Lundberg, I think this journey is going to be, well, it already is, exciting, fresh. Mm. You know, every day it's fresh. And um, the other thing is, is that within the parameters, all those param- with, with within, let's call it um, a ballpark within the ballpark of, of of lundberg and we have all the you know players all the you know the individual souls just having fun in the ballpark we are an anti-gallery in so much as we're um we're not about um uh Restriction and and we're not about... The um, word escapes me, but we, we want to put artists before the gallery rather than the gallery is in charge and the gallery lays down all the rules and the gallery, the gallery, the gallery. Being an artist and having experienced galleries on many levels over many years there's never much space for an artist to fully perform what is generally required of them because of restrictions and parameters and egos and rules and what's the...
0: Like the brand of... The contracts. Like, yeah.
1: Sorry, what were you saying? I was
0: going to say like the brand of that space, you know, like it's got to be... You know, they want to curate it to their yeah, own.
1: Yeah, 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 that sort of, that sort of thing. I, I just want it to be, I want it to be loose. I want it to be, um. yeah, I just want it to be free-flowing, you know, like a piece of improvised jazz, you know. I just, <laughs> you, know, cool. you know what I mean? Just, just blow, man, just blow, you
0: know. Yeah, well, that's something I wanted to ask as well, like, because you're saying it's a, you know, where this journey is going, but there's this long journey of your life that's led you to here, which includes. Yeah,
2: I was going to ask about that too. Music, like. How-
0: <laughs> but, you know, you mentioned your parts of your childhood. Like there's so much I would like to. Yeah, <laughs> like how does, it,
2: how does a drum and bass DJ and, and like, you know, and also you have this whole hospitality background, mm. you know, you've worked in some pretty notable mm-hmm. hospitality oh, venues, mm-hmm. fine dining and. And all of that, and there's, we've heard some pretty funny stories about this time in your life. Mm-hmm. But like, how how do you go from that to to you know through art and then becoming a,
1: a gallery owner? Well, look, uh, the art is it's it's an ever present thing. It's it's not this thing didn't just arrive, you know. It's it's been ever present. Mm. Um, from day one however my involvement with it goes from 100% down to 25% but I would say in the last two decades it's been you know semi full throttle 75 80% um, I think for someone, as I said earlier, who rejoices in collaborating and bringing, teasing out aspects in other folk and bringing it to the table, I take great pleasure in doing that. I think I'm good at it.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: I think that... To do that where I can still continue to bring to the table my gift as a maker, as an artist, rather than going and creating for other people, which is what I've done a lot of my life. I've made things possible for other people and they have gained financially, spiritually, Mm. what have you. Now is time for me to (laughs) bring… all my shit man yeah. from way back yonder to the party that's it you know and it's 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 about recognizing your lane or your lanes and knowing your your parameters knowing what you're good at and and then you know getting um on this bus and getting into the driver's mm. seat, you you leave you leave the doors open because you people to get on board, man. You know they can drive the bus as well. I'm, man, yeah. You know,
0: and and you are definitely somebody who obviously is very comfortable with themselves and expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, with, through mm-hmm. your your fashion. You know, your, fashion. Your well, I don't know style? what call it. Your, your style, your style, your style, your your unique <laughs> <laughs> style that yeah. is is clearly like an expression of who you are, like you know, and it's there's a um, you know, your well, like, I don't know what the better word is, like you're not know, you don't that you don't need to apologize, but it's like very unapologetic in a way. It's like because you're very comfortable in <laughs> in who you are. How has that been that kind of journey as an artist, but also you know who you are? Like, because I'd I'd love to have seen you back in the day as well, like as these different forms. But there's obviously many forms of of Clive, or you know, along your transformation, you know, journey.
1: Um, (laughs) I'll give you an example. I remember my first my first stint in Australia where I spent eight years, this was during the nineties. And I remember this cat had moved over here, this black guy who I'd heard about at this dinner party because he'd started dating one of the girlfriends of the host of the dinner party. And they said, oh, do you know him? And I turned around and said, what? Because us black guys all look the same to you and we should know each other. You know, Jess, tongue in cheek. Everyone started laughing. And I said, no, I have no idea who this guy is. Anyway, about a month later, I'm in a bar or club or something. And the girl in question, who'd started dating this guy, rocks up who I knew with him. And he said, I know you. And I said, okay give it to me he said you used to ride around london in a pinstripe suit with no socks brogues and a a top hat and i said close wasn't a top hat but and he said yeah and i always thought who is this cat and that was probably seven eight ten years earlier so um yeah people have their own ideas but that was lovely you know that was like you know yeah yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I've, I guess I've always had my own vision of who I am. And um, I've never been one for following crowds. I've never been into crowds. I've never, you know, the idea of going to um, a dance party with 50,000 people freaks me out. I've never been to one. I've never been to a stadium concert. I I'm just I'm I'm not good with crowds, Um, you know. For me, busy is when there's four or five people in a room, you know. But um what
2: about your DJing though? Because I imagine you would have played music, you yeah, in, a, in I, London, like because you're drum and bass, right? Drum oh, and bass no, in London?
1: No, no. I mean, I played I played some drum and bass, but I wasn't a drum and bass DJ. Yeah, I was a broad. DJ that yeah. was very broad, and because I played, it's mainly here in in Australia. Actually, I was played. um In in the 90s, and yeah, you know, I had a lot of long-term residencies. The longest was six or seven years, and the others two, three, four-year regular Friday, Saturday night, Thursday night stints, and and yeah, there was, you know, a couple of um, gigs there where you're playing in front of a couple of thousand people, but it's different, because you are providing the entertainment, Mm. the source of of i i want to lose myself tonight kind of vibe you're providing that for a collective um it's like they're all in this room and you're outside with the controls to give them a great time or a shite time it, it's not it's not the same as being in that room you know?
2: It's kind it's kind I guess there's kinda of like a separation. Like if you're it a photographer a at a party, you've got like you're behind, you're observing. That's right.
1: That's right. So way. I always had yeah. a turntable yeah. Yeah. in between myself and the group. Yeah, yeah. And and you were, you know. You you were you were either on a podium, you were either in a box, you were so you were Separate. physically separated, isolated from from them. You know, I do um, sit in auditoriums with two thousand people. I, classical music's my thing, so I love um, big symphonic um, uh, performances. You know, Gustav Mahler's my hero, and you know, so going to a concert hall um, and and sitting down with a thousand or fifteen hundred people, you know, in an extraordinary acoustic space with a hundred. Plus musicians, and in um, the case of Mahler's Eighth Symphony, up to a thousand singers. Mm. Wow. That's a different buzz because you're in the space that you're occupying in your seat. There's no one jumping up and down, invading your space, and banging into you while they're getting off on Mm. their favorite tune, you know. And their favorite,
2: and their favorite.
1: And their favourite
2: disco, biscuits, disco or biscuits.
1: or whatever they're you know, into. Um so so yeah, just just sort of going back to that, you know, it, it's not that I've I've um left myself short as far as entertainment goes by not going to these, you know, dance parties and it's yeah. it's just not my thing, but much joy has been had from many a concert hall around the world.
2: Yeah. Um. Something that you were talking about before really resonated with me because we've just we've definitely got to this place as well around when you were talking about like knowing your, you know, knowing, knowing and knowing what you're good at and yes. knowing, and also like this time now to kind of like um, leverage that or or you know to to reap the rewards of all of the the lessons that you mm-hmm. that you've learnt to get to the knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we're definitely there too, you know, like we've, we've been, we've had our agency for like eight years mm-hmm. and we've helped a lot of other businesses succeed. You know, we've invested a lot. Often we're more invested in the potential of them than they can even see, you know, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. they end up selling the business, make, making quite a bit of money, you know, off the back of the work that we've done. And now we're in this, it's time where we're like, no, we're going to invest in wordplay. Like the podcast is one thing. You know, spent more time kind of doing that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you don't get to the knowing without all of the the failings and the you know, you kind of have to get to that conclusion through all of those experiences. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, I guess the question to you is on that: is just like you know, what were what were some of those key experiences or those key learnings that kind of made got you to the place where you feel like. You learned th- what your strengths were, or like you know, I know, I know how, I know now. I'm like these are my gifts, and and this is what I have to offer, and this is now my lane and where I'm, you know, I'm gonna put my energy. Are there any particular things?
1: Look, there's 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 lots of things, and, um, you know, I wouldn't know where to start to be honest, but what I know. I can bring to this question is that only through being still and being in solitude and silence can who you are who one is reveal itself and in the last 3 or 4 years I ha- I have applied myself Daily to the practice of stillness, solitude, and silence, also known as meditation. And through those daily, um, let's call it three S's, I have found more out about myself, about myself, um, than I would say in the last. 45 years of my 57 years and I guess um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that answers and revelations have been made very prevalent during or after these periods in the last three or four years. And this has all led me to moving up into the Northern Rivers to open this space. Um, and in the early stages of Lundberg, you know, before I built the walls and when I was in there, and it was my studio for the best part of two years, and I was making in there and I was meditating in there, planning in there. For the first time in my entire life, I started to realize exactly why I'm here. Mm. Always known why, why I'm here. But exactly why I'm here, that's, that's, that's something else. That's something else. So it's a culmination of all of those experiences, all of those journeys. All of those extraordinary times from, you know, being in Iraq eight weeks after the ceasefire of the 91 war, going out there as a social documentary photographer, not knowing anyone, going out, connecting with this journalist and that writer and that producer, and then going off on my own on various days in this one particular day, and then being hauled into a vehicle by militia and then taken off to a place four hours south. Landing in this room, not knowing what's going to happen, those experiences are all part of me being in the space today with the notion, the knowledge information that is now embedded within my spirit soul of why I'm here what is my purpose um, so to be able to sit here and say it's because of this 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 and this would be incorrect mm. it's it's all of those things that have led me to this place now and without those experiences I wouldn't be Clive Sheridan sat here in this red hat and this top and feeling the way I do and moving forward just to adjust my back like that. Yeah. Do you do you get yeah no I get it. And I'm just
2: thinking about that too, just even just like the imagery of that of like all of this life experience and all of this all of these things and then entering into like a, a black a black um concrete Block, you know, literally just like a blank canvas, mm-hmm. just echoey and mm-hmm. cavernous, and you're in there, you know, d- doing your doing your silent solitude and what was it, silent solitude and stillness, stillness, um, and yeah, playing around with the vision and and it, with your creativity and your art within this kind of blank space. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you could create, have created anything in there.
1: That's right. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. Sorry, Tom. And you still can. And I still can. Yeah. Yeah. And and we will. And you know, there's, you know, um, this this space has a name, but it doesn't have any set rules. It doesn't have, you know, in 2025 this must happen. In 2026 November, this also must happen not at all you know but what it does have is a vibration known as gratitude belief freedom trust all of those things that i guess many of us search for throughout our lifetimes throughout our family times throughout our work times, you know. And we are have been fortunate enough and gracious enough to have been given this space, this platform to create what it is I've been brought here to create. And have been presented with some of the most beautiful souls along the way, from yourselves to some of the friends who you met last week, Tom, some of the friends you've met, Rick's, over the last few months. And, you know, I intend to, to honour that. You know, I have to. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm about to turn 57. And yeah, I've made mistakes, many of them. And I've done some great things and I've done some stupid things, but I also know now that it's time to harness all those beautiful experiences, all the madness. There's been so much madness in the past, fun madness and sad madness, and but there's been so much of it. And it's all for the purpose of creating this space that we are in now, that I'm in now, and to, move it forward, and to bring with it the people who are either involved in showing at the gallery or the people who aren't, two people here and, yeah. Well, it's interesting. sounding like an old hippie, aren't (laughs) (laughs) you?
0: Well, I'm I'm just thinking, like, because, you know, from Ricks' question, all these things that happen throughout your life, make who you are That's right. and it's usually hindsight that allows you to you know look back and see them but mm-hmm. it's hard to be present at the time of when these things are actually happening and right. and being like wow this is actually that like this is th- this moment like i i think that's when you're well for me anyway it's like those moments where you're like truly inspired and you're mm-hmm. you're present mm-hmm. with this just amazing opportunity to Be alive and create and do something versus you know yeah like years later and you look back and you're like oh I don't even know what you know what I've done and it's like this this amazing and extremely difficult thing at times to be present and um, I think yeah it sounds like meditation is you know there's many forms of meditation but I haven't been too deep into proper I don't know what proper meditation is but it sounds like you're doing like a very um, you know, meditative.
2: We need to do it more. Like yeah. we were just talking about this, right? Like
0: visualization.
2: Visualization.
0: Mm-hmm. Sitting and just visualizing, mm-hmm. because if you can't see yourself doing something, it's very
1: you won't be doing it. It won't happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, are, are they yeah. like the like? Well, first of all, how how long have you been using meditation as a practice, and and what kind of like things do you do in these, you know, whilst you're sitting there well, in stillness and silence? Okay.
1: So but can what you give you, us
2: some tips? What, can yeah, you can happening? you give us some kind of like
1: insider? Direction or, or, <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, someone asked me that, a friend actually, a couple of years ago, and I, I said, look, we, we all we all brush our teeth in the morning, or most of us brush our teeth the <laughs> this simple act that, can take a minute to three minutes but no one would brush their teeth the same way but they all everyone brushes their teeth for the purpose of one thing really meditation is the same Um, it's pretty much the purpose of one thing and that is we'll, we'll come on to that later but for me to say categorically this is what one must do I can say well to be able to brush your teeth, you need to go into the room where your toothbrush is. That's the first thing you have to do. But before you even do that, what have you got to do? Well,
2: oh, you gotta have teeth.
1: <laughs> no, that, that, that's 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 not what you gotta do. You got teeth. <laughs> what have you gotta do before you go into the the bathroom?
0: Brush your teeth? Yeah. Oh you have to think that
2: you uh, need to brush yeah, your
0: teeth you need to know that you have to brush your teeth
1: you've got to want to brush your teeth mm-hmm. okay you've got to want to brush your teeth you've got to want to meditate and I, people i, I want to learn to meditate well there's a problem there because you, you don't learn to meditate you just meditate You've got to want to meditate. You've got to want to brush your teeth. So you go into the bathroom. After you want, you go into the bathroom and you get your toothbrush. So the next thing is, is how do you brush your teeth? Well, it's, you put toothpaste on and you. there's a bit of action. That's it, really. And the more you do that, the more you become proficient. And actually, what took you five minutes, you can do now in one or two minutes and you um, have completed what's required for that task. And it's very similar with meditation. You go into the space, you want to go into the space and the purpose of going into the space is to enter into the three S's, as some of the great chaps and ladies call it. Um, John O'Donohue and Eckhart Tolle and Tara Brach. Um, solitude, stillness and silence. And through an activity which is being still, and I can only really talk from my own, meditation practice because you can meditate while chopping on a chopping board but that's not being still it's not being silent you know to get the full gift of meditation i believe you you need to enter stillness silence and solitude and only at that time when and i can give you a multitude of um, techniques to enable you to enter into stillness and silence, but you'll find your own after a while. It could take a year, but it doesn't matter. Once you enter into that space, you are limitless. And your and and also during that time it's also about honoring and 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 setting forth your gratitude through gracious um, mantras or wording or what but gratitude and thanks giving gratitude and thanks is is it's the first thing we need to do but once we're We enter this space, as I said, it's limitless of what is there on offer to us. And um, this this for me, and again, I'm sort of flip-flopping around, but coming back to your original question, I started meditating unconsciously 30 years ago. And used to meditate lying down for half an hour to an hour and didn't quite know what I was doing other than I needed stillness, silence and solitude. And I did that for years and didn't do anything with it other than I need stillness, solitude and silence. I didn't use those three words back then, but I I needed quiet time. And and yeah, I'd meditate lying down. And it was only a few years ago, um, through my own inner journey and work, and um, you know, the, I, I, there was a, a, a tapping at my door. You know, there's like, come on, you're ready now. You need to exercise this this silent practice now. It's time. So I'd always wanted, but not wanted enough to bring this into a, a daily habit, a daily practice. But yeah, it'll change your life.
0: I've definitely been, I think like I've been doing different parts of meditating, I think, like breath work and mm-hmm. but recently just been sitting well and, and I've like done a bit of, you know, guided meditations and things and Joe Dispensary sort of mm-hmm. things and but there's something knocking at the moment, going like the way, like the solutions aren't to you know what you're where you're what the potential you're trying to unlock isn't going to happen any other way than this this way of nothing, you know, like
2: doing this, nothing,
0: doing nothing, <laughs> yes, because the thinking is like it's it's this this and and I think after understanding a lot of it too, because you're talking about gratitude. And how it's like once you experience gratitude, that opens the possibilities to receive. Mm-hmm. So you it's can't receive That's without right. having gratitude. That's right. So it creates that sort of energetic force field at the beginning of the, the day. It
2: opens the flow. To be open That's to right.
0: receive. That's right. So if you're closed, of course, there's going to be blocks. You're not going to ever get to something like there's going to be blocks yeah. that you just can't unblock until you shift that energy of receivership. hmm mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it,
2: like, it's like I, I just went and did this training this like last weekend with, with the mana movement and one of the things they talked about was like flow and like, you know, if you've got bills, just pay them, just pay them. That's right. Just keep keep the flow going because right. cause it's got to flow out mm-hmm. to come back and flow that's back right. in. That's right. So if you're not flowing out with gratitude, mm-hmm. then you're not allowing that flow to come back that's in right. to be more grateful and to 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 share more gratitude. Mm-hmm. So makes so much sense
0: it makes a lot of sense and it and it puts you in like a a state of mind that's intentional isn't it like i guess you know you can still be intentional throughout your day but once the day gets rolling and you've got things and you're more in that kind of just like doing mm-hmm. state which can be quite meditative at times too but yeah i feel like there's that tapping on the door the that, in terms that, yeah. of creating a a, a, a time to Just
2: visualise
0: in stillness. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to see how that goes.
2: Yeah, we've been talking about this a bit, like of like making time in the morning, like studio
1: time to just sit. Mm. It should be the first thing we do. Yeah. Mm. The first thing, and I can only talk about my experience, but I wake up, I go into the bathroom. Actually, I put the kettle on, I make myself a litre of jasmine tea because I like it strong so it steeps. The thirty minutes that I meditate. So while all that kettle's boiling, go in. I tongue scrape. I clean my teeth. I just swirl my face. I'll shower after meditation, probably after breakfast or whatever. But and so that's my ritual. And then mm. the kettle's boiled. Make my pot of tea, and I'll go and meditate. Do you sit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And um, um and i also have an area that i then go and journal so i will journal 25 minutes to 45 minutes after so it's a good hour to an hour and 15 minutes spent on being quiet mm-hmm. and journaling's such a great way to manifest and request and give gratitude as well it's extraordinary the power in journaling so i highly recommend that mm. as a second practice Actually, changed my life. Probably more than meditation. About part. I'm, I'm, oh.
2: Your mom's into journaling, isn't she?
0: Yeah, she's had a diary her whole life, I mm-hmm. think. And so did her mom.
1: Well, having a yeah, diary and, and journaling—it's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's 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 and there's journaling. You know, from what I'm talking about writing from spirit, writing. You know, this stuff that comes up, comes through, comes out. To you know, keeping a diary is very different. You More
0: know. recalling than, than well,
1: diarising is is generally past, you know. That's it's and we don't we can't, past is gone. It's like you know, whereas journaling is very much about present. Um, can be a bit of future in there as well, but it's very much about present, mm-hmm. which is where we need to be <laughs> all the time. Yes. Yeah. Not easy.
0: So you're just journaling, with no like you're trying to just.
1: I'm not trying uh, anything. Yeah, like yeah, just fl- yeah, free flies.
0: There's no it just there's
1: no horse out. I don't yeah. sit there and go. Hmm. Oh yeah, it pours out. I'm talking four or five pages each morning. Almost a four, just flows out. I've got books and books and books full. Do you do you look back
2: at it? Like, never, do you ever refer? Never. And what do you do with them? You just keep them. Just keep these.
1: Oh, they're piling up somewhere, you know. A few piles of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do have some pretty epic books at you at the
1: gallery. Coming back to um, you, you, Tom's discussion with with uh, meditating, and um, you said something that piqued my uh, interest when you were saying about that's right, you were talking about the different forms of meditation or uh, practice Mm. with the various influences and what have you, and and you started to say, but I know that I need to do this. Look, I think it's great to have the assistance from external sources and, you know, people have their gurus and, you know, who's your guru? Well, it's in there, (laughs) you know, I don't have an external guru that gurus in there and once you tap into there you'll realize that you don't need to have that external cuz that it's it's there that's the that's mm. what, that's what you can need connect to source to.
2: directly like but you have I, the knowledge inside
1: yeah, that's right that's right and then w- once you get to that place and realize that you will intuitively spiritually or just free form you will hit this note it's like wow and you'll never forget and that note is the note that you need to hit each day you go into your space and and, and the first day you hit it you'll never forget it and you'll then hit that note every day for the rest of your life as long as you continue to spend that time being still in solitude and silence. And, you know, I remember roughly when that time happened for me. I had, um, you know, friends saying, look, you should do this and you should do that and listen to this person, listen to that person. And I knew that I couldn't take any hardcore directive off anyone because it, ultimately that's not... What it's about, it can assist you. It can be this little. Use it as a platform, even. But to enter into that space where you 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 then hit that note for the first time, because that's what it's about. Is is what you want, and and what your, you know, if you. If you're going to use the, the line, what I'm searching for or looking for in the early days of you being still in solitude and silence, meditating, is that place, that warm place, that numb place, that place called connecting to God, source, whatever you want to call it, he, her, master, whatever, But when that happens, you know that all of those techniques, methods, that person that's just taken $2,000 off you because they've given you a mantra and this is, but you know in three months' time or a year's time, that mantra will be gone and you'll be entering into this space without any of this stuff because you hit that sweet note. You find that tune that note that all those musicians strive for.
2: Yeah, we're talking about I mean. that too. Attunement. Attunement of like tuning your like your mind. Or, or like your sub attunement is different. Like it's like that it's tuning in like in like Vibration. perfect harmony with resonance, mm-hmm. you know, of like your like I saw a little cartoon, it was like a guy, it was a guitar like strumming, you know, tuning himself. But like it was like the head and the the heart like tuning to the right mm. when you're in attunement. Mm.
1: Mm. Vibrational You're in harmony. like perfect resonance. Yeah. yeah, vibrational harmony. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is one of the most beautiful gifts that we can um, – enter into the space within that silence and the time that we allot to ourselves for the honouring and the graciousness of that act. It's the most beautiful thing I think that's ever happened to me. you know. And coming into the space of purity and... And truth, and there's no bullshit, and there's no noise, and there's no, you know, ah, you know, it, you, you're in this place of purity and, and honesty and freedom, and you know, on the other side of fear is freedom. It's so true, and and that's it, and that's what you know. We 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 need that. We need that, and only from that can the harmony within. Start to take place, and yeah, anyway, I'm banging on like an old hippie again. And uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love it.
0: But as you were just talking there, it like really made me feel what Lundberg is to another level. Mm. After hearing your full like your words just then, I'm like, oh, that is the the feeling you get when you. Into Lundberg, in a way, isn't it? It's like this sort
1: of. Well, I can only speak for myself, and then the words of other friends who have said said similar to what you're saying. So that's that's beautiful. I, you know, the more I hear that, the more I, I feel like you know, want to get more people in there to experience that. But you'll only experience that if you're open and mm. you aren't full of noise. You know,
0: and you might not make it there until you are open.
2: You yeah, really? won't be attracted to the space the harmony, because you wouldn't be in vibration with it. <laughs> and there is that aspect of it too, isn't there, like the going back to that blank ca- canvas of the space yeah. and the, the concrete blocks, you know, mm. it's like when the show's done, it's like you're clearing that out. Mm. It's fresh, mm. Mm. you know, for something new. Mm. 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 In Actually, the same way, like if you're meditating, you know, like you're clearing, you're clearing out and then manifesting creating something
1: creating, new yes 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 absolutely and and that's it i mean you know you you you've you, you hit the nail on the head um, both of you in your comments there that 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 is that is what lundberg that's the foundations of lundberg and that's how both amanda and i intend to drive Lundberg or steer it or have it be steered mm. forward into dates that aren't quite in the now, <laughs> 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 where I can only really comment on the now. But, yeah, yeah that is exactly it. That is exactly yeah. it. And when you think back to our conversation an hour ago about how Lundberg came about through Mary and it couldn't really be driven any other way. It couldn't. It couldn't exist in any other way. It wouldn't be right. It 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 it, it would. It would be out of, of kilter with what it what it is, and what it's meant to be, mm. and and how it's meant to function and and vibrate.
0: What do people need to know about Lundberg? coming up you know if people want to visit or you know if they're local or if they're Um, not local if
1: they're not local yeah well it's it's always that as i I would do with any space that i want to go to whether it's a, a gallery or a restaurant or you know there's a website there's an instagram page there's a facebook page go on don't get in your car and drive three hours because we may be closed because this space does close in between shows and it's going to be closed for a period of eight weeks in between um, the end of this current show, Silence, which is a beautiful photographic show of five photographers, myself included, and the third show entitled Salon, which is... A very loosely curated but fun show with about twenty plus artists and a lot of work. It's going to be a big, big show to physically curate. And when, when does that, um, that? We are going to confirm in the next ten days, um, the end of November to the first week of December. We'll launch that show. Okay. The current show ends on the twenty fourth of September. September. So it's two weeks tomorrow. During that eight-week period that Lundberg is closed, there's going to be some workshops and other activities taking place, but all will be uh, made very clear on the website and okay. on our Instagram page, lundberggallery.com.
0: Okay, and, uh, and the Instagram? Instagram?
1: yeah, Lundberg Gallery, just on the outskirts of Marwollombar, on the new industrial estate. So we're three kilometres from the centre of Marwollombar, or three and a half, I think, um, on the new industrial estate on Lundberg Drive. With
0: a pretty amazing view of Molumban. and that's an extraordinary view. You just face west pretty much, don't you? You get the beautiful sunset. I
1: certainly do. It's it's special. It's special. It is. Yeah, and the first day that I experienced that was, you know, after I was there Mm. in the morning, then I went back in the evening and I was there Mm. for the sunset. No, I was actually... um, I was at um, Tweed Regional for that sunset, I believe. Yeah, and then I went back to the gallery afterwards.
0: So cool! There's so many good things happening around.
1: Isn't there?
2: Dubai. I love Merbah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we've all we've sort of gravitated here for various reasons, and it's great. It's yeah. look, you know, it's special place. It's going to be exciting to see what this what unfolds within and around this town over the next 5 years. Yeah. I think so. It's a good beautiful time. Beautiful foundations being laid now. Yeah. With, with a lot of exciting people and projects.
2: And a lot of change as well. Like it feels like a lot of the businesses in in the main street there have been for sale and are changing hands as well. So yes. Yes. So that's I mean, yeah. a bit of movement yeah. in town, interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I think it's it's all for the good, you know. I don't think you know a few people saying, "Oh, it's sad that so and so's gone. They've been there for thirty years." Well, that's called change, you know. That's called the m- flow. Aggression. That's called the flow. That's called, you know, um, stagnation. No, thank you, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it, well, it definitely doesn't have a stagnant energy around no. well Bay. part There's so much, so much uh, energy, just cre- and creative energy too, isn't it? It's mm. not just like mm. It's a very particular sort of, uh, like I think people have gravitated here to create things and, and intentionally come here from somewhere else, you know, because it wasn't for them and for some reason Mirbar is, you know, and <laughs> it's been such a a great pleasure meeting you.
1: Well Yeah. <laughs> The feeling is mutual. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excited to see what uh what comes comes of it.
1: And
2: what what about us, Tom? Where can where can people find
0: yes more about design, on, design purpose. on
2: purpose and wordplay?
0: Well, you found us already somehow if you're listening to this. Uh, but we are on Spotify. We're on YouTube for the full length. Um, you know. Uh, formats of these podcasts: the videos obviously on YouTube, and the the audio is on Spotify. Uh, we're on Instagram, Design on Purpose, or on TikTok, Design on Purpose.
2: And the audio is also on all the podcast, all the channels. podcast channels, isn't yeah,
0: it? Of course, yeah, it's on Apple and all
2: Google that Play stuff. and all so that.
0: All the all the podcast streaming services, you'll find us there. You can also find our design agency, Wordplay Studio, at www Check it out!
2: Just launched a new website.
0: Yes, yes, we've got a new website. Exciting! Yes. Got
2: some new case studies coming.
0: New case studies, yes. Few, few ones about to come straight off the stove soon. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back again with another episode soon enough next week or whenever you're listening to this episode. There'll be more after this. So with more special guests like Clive and all the other awesome people we've had on this show. So stay tuned and thank you so much Clive. It's a pleasure. It was all
1: mine. Thank you for having me on.
0: Thank you very much. And, um, and yeah, get out to Lundberg if you're in the area, the local area, if not follow online and you know, when you're around, you know where to go. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks guys.